0: Welcome to Your Financial Guide, a podcast for women by women who are taking control of their personal and business finances in order to thrive. You're going from day to day, month to month, year to year, working on your business, caring for your family, taking care of all your obligations, but you wonder sometimes if you're making any headway in your financial life. Well, we're going to give you in this episode one annual metric that you can look at to assess your progress. In this podcast, we'll talk about one easy number you can keep in your personal documents that will help you see if you're making financial progress. Just like standing on a scale to assess your weight, this number isn't really hard to ascertain, but it can be really helpful to let you cheer your progress or make changes if you're not where you want to be. It's not an indicator of success or failure, but sometimes seeing something in black and white can can get rid of some of that stress because it's tangible. And then we can start to work on change a little bit at a time. So it becomes less overwhelming. By the end of this episode, you'll know how to get this number and learn how you can use it in the future. And we'll share a template in the comment section for you to use to make it even easier. Okay, time to get down to our question of the day. How can I tell if I'm succeeding financially? As I indicated, Yes, we, and now I'm talking to you ladies out there, we're so busy with our professional lives, our families, our parents, our homes, you know, we barely have time to sleep, let alone get our hair done. Traditionally, it had been the role of men to deal with all things financial. And we didn't need to worry our pretty little heads about things like that. Men traditionally do like scorecards. Just like a game, just like a sporting event. A lot of the men sit down in my office and say, Well, how did we do last year? What's the number? What's my net worth up to? What's how much did I make on my portfolio? Yet a lot of the women we sit down with want to know, am I on track for my child to go to college? Am I on track with my retirement so I'm not gonna be a bag lady? We tend to see these kinds of things, although they're not stereotypes, they just tend to fashion themselves by the experiences that we've had in our own firm. Well, ladies, with more of us taking the role as the chief family financial officer, we need to understand where we are financially and where we're going. We're likely to outlive the men in our lives, and more and more of us are single, never marrying, divorce, divorce early widowhood, late widowhood, etc. So we need to understand these financial matters as soon as we can. Earlier, if not, is always better. So in order to start that enlightenment, the one thing that we need to know is our net worth. Okay? Why is it important? Well, our net worth isn't a judgment call. It's just an indicator. Like when I stand on the scale, that scale doesn't know if I'm 5'11", or 4'8". By the way, I'm about five one, And it doesn't know if I have, you know, a really muscular body or a very thin bone. Okay? But it gives me a readout on that scale. And when I am trying to eat healthy and exercise and I gave up that donut today, I want to see that scale number go down. Just like when I'm trying to pay off debts, save money in my corporate retirement plan, I want to see my net worth number go up and become better. These are indicators that we're doing something, you know, favoring our long-term health, financial health, and well-being. Now, if you're going to try to start an eating and exercise plan, and notice I didn't say diet, you want to know these things to gauge where you're going to go and to gauge where you can make some changes. So your wet net worth is kind of like that scale. You need to list everything you own. So the first step, and on our worksheet, you'll have uh, an area that you can list everything you own. From your home, do you own it? You know, what is it worth? I tend to go to the online sources to easily get an Uh, a quick appraisal of my home. Now, it might not be perfect. It might be over or under. But I know I can go to that online source year after year and kind of get the same number. So whether it's over or under, it's going to trend about the same. Um, That might be really good for the price of your home. The same as the value of an automobile or other, you know, major thing like that. You can go out to Kelley Blue Book or some of these other places and get the value of your, your automobile as it is today because it might have depreciated since you bought it okay you also want to list the values of your assets your bank account your retirement account at work any brokerage account you have I usually do this exercise for my net worth at the very beginning of the year or after a quarter um, being you know After March 31st or after June 30th or after September 30th. So I can get that quarterly statement and see exactly where I'm at. So you write down everything that you own. Now, people ask me, should I list my furniture? Should I list my wedding ring? My rule of thumb is to list anything with a value over $1,000. But it's just that. It's a rule of thumb. It's my rule. So I stay consistent with my net worth. Now some of you have big giant rocks on your hand, others of us don't have a jewelry collection. So it's up to you what you want to put in, but just stay consistent every year and update that value. So whatever you choose to list, you're going to list that year after year. I kind of discourage you listing the $300 couch because in 5 or 10 years, your the styles might change and the couch might wear out. So maybe keeping track of every little nit-natty thing like that would be a little difficult. So um, first, you're going to go ahead and put all those items into the spreadsheet. And then you're going to list your debts. What do I owe? Who do I need to pay? How much is left on my mortgage? What is the balance? So many people cannot tell me how much is left on their mortgage when we sit down and are looking at retiring or looking at their net worth to see how they can finance a business. They know what the monthly payment is, but they don't know how much they owe on the total house. So going to your statement from your mortgage company can give you that idea. And you write that down as an obligation. You're also going to write down any car loans, student loan debt, credit card debt, etc. And then the simple answer of the net worth question is, how much do I have versus how much do I owe? And when you get to that point, that number is your net worth. And then you can take a look at it. Maybe in the ode column you want to address some issues like this year you want to pay off all your credit cards or this year you want to pay down your student loan by 25% or something like that. Now you can set those kind of goals because you do see in black and white in front of you what's there and what's possible. Once you have that, then you can move ahead and start your plan. It also helps if you're going to talk to a financial advisor to have these kind of numbers ready for them to start working with you. Because I know we're really good in our profession and I've met the most fantastic financial advisors, but we can't help you by osmosis. We need some numbers from you. If anything, if it's too troubling, take all these statements bring them to your financial advisor, and they should provide you with a net worth statement at the very beginning of that relationship as one of the first steps in their analysis. So just like that donut, the scale doesn't seem to move sometimes when we want it to. Let's say there's a year the stock market goes down and your 401k looks low, but maybe it's a year you also paid off your car and, and also increased, decreased the mortgage on your house your net worth is going to actually show that progress. So, and just like a diet or an eating plan or working out, it takes a while to really show that momentum. So be patient. And this is an annual number so we can look at it year after year and it might give us reason to cheer our progress as we move forward. Thanks again for tuning into your financial guide for women by women. We hope you were able to learn something new. If you're enjoying our podcast, do us a favor and give us five stars. And don't forget to follow A New Path Financial on LinkedIn and Facebook. Until next time, keep your finances in focus so you can thrive.